Hello there, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about personal empowerment. And I want to let you know that the next few episodes, next seven episodes or so that are coming out on Fridays are all about Myers-Briggs Basics. And it is basically my beginner's course that I've created on YouTube and I translated to audio form for you to be able to listen to for free here on the podcast. So this is a great way for you to get to know the basics of the system the history behind it, and getting to know all of the little bits and bops of what makes this you know, a useful thing in life, including a segment that involves exactly that, being able to use this in your everyday life. So once you're done with this entire thing, there is going to be links in the description for each episode that will take you to what is our what is called our Myers-Briggs Basics course for creators and coaches. This is basically the next step for you if you're a coach or someone who is a creator, you're a podcaster, you're a YouTuber, or someone that's trying to use Myers-Briggs for marketing or some sort of purpose like that, you can dive further into the system, what it means, how to use it for yourself and your business going forward. So with further without further ado, Let's hit the button and do the thing here on Dopamine. Let's go. Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. And if you've been following along with the last few videos, we are doing a series of videos about personality development 101. This is sort of a free sample in the beginning of what is the full personality development 101 course, all about Myers-Briggs development and how to use it in your personal growth going forward in your life. And the full course is going to be filled with more advice and information and, and details about how you can use this when you're transitioning from some sort of external thing into like you know, understanding and trusting yourself more as a person and how you can go forward with this or even start to learn how you can help type other people in your life. So there's personality development 101. We're going to do then a cognitive functions course, and then we're going to do a passive typing course. So if any of those things are interesting to you and you want to get involved in any of those, let me know in the comments below and let me know if you have questions specifically around any of those topics. And if you're interested, I'll make sure that you know and you get the first dibs on when those things become available. So today we're going to be talking about introversion and extroversion. What do those really mean? I think a lot of people have a sort of vague notion, a general sort of public idea of what introversion and extroversion is. And usually it's centered around people. It's like, I like people. I don't like people. Um, but that's not it. It's not that simple. <laughs> the uh, Carl Jung version of introversion and extroversion, the Myers-Briggs version of introversion and extroversion is all about how you recharge. What is your sense of reality? So introversion is all about your mind, the inside world being your sense of reality. It's the thing that you trust. It's you know your own experiences, whether it's the decisions you've made or the way that you've experienced uh, you you kind of learn. You learn from yourself or your past. It kind of depends on you know your personality type, but the type of introversion that you experience is usually a version of wanting to spend more time to yourself and needing a little less sensory information around you. And so that could translate to people that could, but for the most part, I think introvert, being an introvert doesn't mean you don't like people. And being an extrovert doesn't mean you like people. 
You know, plenty of introverts can can go out and do public speaking and be a part of a crowd and and actually, you know, fit in quite well. Uh, it, usually the amount at which they can do that is going to vary. But at the end of the day, them being introverted, they're going to have to, you know, life is <laughs> their brain is going to call them back and say, like, all right, we need to go home. We need to, like, turn off all the lights. We need to, like, coalesce all of this stuff <laughs> and, uh, you know, take it all in and work it all out in our heads. Whereas extroverts are going to be the uh, opposite, essentially. They're going to see the outside world as the real world. That means all the action is outside. That means I'd rather go where the people are or go where the world is. It doesn't necessarily have to be people focused. There are some extroverts that are like, I don't stand people. But, you know, they're going to have a little bit of an easier time in their comfort around people, sharing the energetic space. They don't feel necessarily drained by people necessarily. And being able to exist in the outside world is not... It's not exhausting because the outside world is where all the things happen, right? Whether, again, that's like making decisions or uh, learning from the outside world. So introversion and extroversion as a preference, you know, again, it depends on what your sense of reality is and then how you recharge. So while extroverts are definitely going to need time to themselves, it's not going to be as much. So <laughs> what's funny is that there's this sort of popular notion these days of like being an introvert, being a little bit more popular. Like there's something about being quieter and being like the opposite of of too much. There's this desire for a lot of extroverts to be more quiet or be perceived as quieter that they will refer to themselves as introverts because they may have identified that they do need some time alone. It doesn't mean you're an introvert. You can have an intro, you have an introverted side of you, but if you're spending two, three days out in the world most of the time and it's not phasing you, then you're more likely an extrovert. You know, sitting in front of the TV for two hours by yourself doesn't make you an introvert. <laughs> and as we get further along, especially when we get into cognitive functions, the way in which you extrovert or introvert is very important to know what gives you energy and what is actually going to get you the most recharge. So for me as an INTP, introverted thinking is the cognitive function that I use as a part of being an INTP. So again, this is that that goes into cognitive functions is going to be a little too much. But for me, as the type of introversion that I use, I need to do some research, I need to think about things, I need to think about the cold analytical data of what I've experienced in the outside world. Where some people are going to be more emotional, they might need to read more fiction books, or story driven things. And, you know, kind of absorb that. And others need to literally just sit still and do nothing, <laughs> you know, and, and that's going to be what they need to recharge as an introvert. The same is true for extroverts. There's going to be varying types of extroversion that's going to get you different types of energy. So there's going to be when we go through cognitive functions, that's going to be all about, you know, what that actually means uh, for you to get energy as an extrovert. But for the most part, the idea that the outside world is the real world, that's where you want to spend more time, is what extroversion is. And then spending more time internally is what introversion is. In a nutshell, that's sort of like the vague explanation of that. But it's important to remember, it's not about whether or not you experience people 
It's not about because, you know, some some people are in your introverted space. You know, your partner can be a part of your introverted world. Things that you do for yourself as an introvert can include your partner if they they are considered a safe space. You know, and I'm sure the same is true for extroversion. I'm not an extrovert, so I can't speak to that experience. But, you know, bringing your partner to the outside world may make you feel more introverted and, and make you feel like you can be a certain type of way in the outside world because your partner is with you. You know, so that kind of changes the dichotomy a little bit. That changes the uh, situation. I'm not going to get in, That's too much. <laughs> but generally, the idea is that if you're an extrovert, you're also going to be a little bit louder. And I don't mean loud as being like too much, and, but you're going to take up more space. You're going you're gonna to naturally have your voice a little bit louder. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm straining a little bit because I have to speak up. But this is my natural voice. So if I'm talking and usually when I'm at home, I'm going to try to – I'm a little bit in performance mode. So I'm going to try to like bring it down. But as an introvert, I'm a little bit quieter. So I'll probably speak a little bit more like this. And it's going to be like a little bit like away from energy. It's kind of like – it's more like mm, – Whereas extrovert is like, hey, <laughs> you know, and there's just going to be more toward energy a lot of the time. My energy is naturally back, you know, and there's Enneagram stuff there too, but that's too much also. So as an introvert, your energy is going to be a little bit more protective, a little bit more reserved. Extroverted energy is going to be a little bit more out, go, loud energy and that's the funny thing is like loud quote unquote is going to be normal for an extrovert they just project naturally they're trying to take up more space they're trying to get more feedback from the outside world so they're just taking up more energy and if you're an introvert that needs to be in extroverted situations that's a good thing to consider is that you might need to speak up people are you're you can't be like hi guys i'm just gonna be here everyone's like what say something i don't want you like stop mumbling <laughs> so you, you might have to be a little bit of like your unnatural side at times and then extroverts would benefit from also being aware of like when they're being too loud and they're like banging on things and you're like taking up space and you're just like why am i chaos <laughs> and so being aware of how much space you're taking up sometimes is important to kind of like tone it down. You're making some people uncomfortable. It's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be super quiet and whispery, but you know, just like bring it down an octave. It's okay. It's fine. We're cool. <laughs> so uh, when I'm in an extroverted space, like doing these videos, which is a lot, why a lot of people confuse me for ENFPs or, or ENTP rather, or uh, INFJ, it's because I'm I'm using my extroversion, but but I'm losing energy by doing this. I'm exhausted, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be the other way around for extroverts. If extroverts have to be quieter, you know, use your library voices. That's going to be not as fun. That's going to be taking up more of their energy, and there might be feeling things or thinking things, or they're just going to be too bored or relaxed, and it's just not it's not what's going to feed them. You know, so 
someone who's an extrovert giving a presentation might be like very excited and high after it because like that was a great response whereas someone who's an introvert would be like that was great but now i'm tired and i want to go home <laughs> so uh you know that's basically it in a nutshell so those are super basic interpretations of introvert and extrovert i'm trying to keep these videos relatively short so we're going to kind of go through that um, as we go through the other things, kind of keep it as a, at a basic level, just so you can kind of follow along and figure out what some of this stuff means. I can already feel the wheels turning in your head around like, oh, okay, so this person's an introvert. This person's an extrovert. Oh, this guy Bobby does this, like Lakeisha does that, or like, I don't know, other names of other people does this, you know, like, so just start thinking about it. When you start thinking about this naturally as you go through it and you start thinking about other people, think about the people in your lives, but take it one step at a time, one letter at a time. Who's an introvert in your life? Who's an extrovert in your life, right? And I, first of all, this is me protecting the space, meaning everyone's going to have some trauma around different personality types. So I should probably say this here before we go forward, that... This is not an excuse to talk crap on the opposite type. So if you're an introvert, like it's not for you to go in the comments and be like, why are extroverts so loud? I don't understand. And for extroverts to go in the comments and well, the extroverts are probably not going to go in the comments. But, uh, you know, if they don't come in the comments, they, you know, it's not a thing to just be like, well, you guys need to speak up more. Like this is not about this is about discussion this is not about argument this is not about again this is not about victim mentality this is not about what other people have done to you but this is about understanding how you can educate people in your lives or educate yourself to be able to see why other people are different does that make sense so we're going to wrap this up i appreciate you for being here dopamine.life if you haven't checked out the podcast articles uh, courses, all of that stuff. There's links below to all sorts of things. If you're an INTP, there's a Q&A book that you can sign up and sign up for an email list there as well. So uh, that's it. If you're watching this on email, if you have any questions, you can reply to this email. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below. Let me know what your thoughts are. Did you learn something new from this so far? And what are your questions around introversion and extroversion? Let me know in the comments below. Let me know your thoughts. And let's continue to share the love and go towards learning styles next. Join me, 48 Hours Correspondent Erin Moriarty, on my podcast, My Life of Crime, as I take on true crime investigations like no other. This season, I'm looking into the labyrinth of crime and secrets within families. I'm cutting straight to the evidence and talking to the people directly involved, including investigators and the families of victims. Listen to My Life of Crime with Erin Moriarty wherever you get your podcasts. 
Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. And I'm an ENTP. I went into that session thinking, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out more about myself. Great, and this will be fun. But it wasn't just that. Like I really got my top blown. Like I, <laughs> I look at myself completely differently now. I look at my relationships differently now. I'm in the process of figuring out how I work best as a creative person, as a business owner. I had to recontextualize a lot of my life, which was work, but it was the kind of work that gives you more clarity moving forward. And I, I thought I was doing it one way and that was the way I was supposed to do it. And then I sat down for a freaking hour session and you know, my whole life is different after that. <laughs> I saw everything differently after leaving. There was, there was sort of life before this and life after, which I know sounds extreme, but it's not. That's, a, that's totally true for me. It's so satisfying to understand yourself. It's a huge relief. And like if our, if our goal, if, if our life is about, you know, having a relationship with yourself so that you can experience the world in a true and natural way and like sort of live to your fullest potential, This is so essential to that. Like, if you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you work best and how you connect best, how can you hope to feel free in your own life? If I hadn't had a session, I would not have been able to start that work at all. And I can't imagine my life without it now. Um, I think it would have taken me a lot longer to come to peace with myself and really start to appreciate who I am, what I make, how I make relationships with others, how I tend to that relationship, how I tend to myself. And it's incredibly helpful to be guided through that by a person with so much knowledge about what these types mean, how you can interpret that, how you can apply to your daily life these principles um, and just new ways of being. Um, so I really appreciated it. I can't recommend it enough. I feel like it's all I've talked about with people since. I keep bringing it up. I don't even care if I'm annoying. <laughs> um, it's just been a, a really huge perspective shift for me. Sign up for your own one-on-one -on -one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today.
This has been a C-Note Media Production.